Welcome to the Patricia Raskin Show, the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions. And now, the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio. Here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Hello, everyone, and welcome. Welcome to the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show. We're here on Voice America, America's Voice. Well, February is month of the heart, month of love. We have Valentine's Day coming up. And I've had this wonderful guest on before, and she's really a love coach. And so I said this would be a perfect time to have her come on again. And we're really going to talk about love. My guest is Suzanne Muller, and she is the owner of Lovableize. She's a speaker and coach and author of the book, Lovable, 21 Practices for Being in a Loving and Fulfilling Relationship. She specializes in dating, being lovable from the inside out, and healthy relationships. So whether you're single or in a relationship, Suzanne can help you to create one that's healthy, amazing, and fulfilling. So welcome, Suzanne. Hi, Patricia. Great to be here. Yeah, you too. You know, one of the things you wanted to talk about was how to attract love. And I want to say, you know, when when February comes, I mean, it's wonderful to celebrate Valentine's Day and the hearts and the candy and the restaurants. Not everybody's in a relationship and not everybody feels great on Valentine's Day. Some people feel left out because they don't have that special person in their life. So talk about that. You're right. I really love that you brought that up, uh, Patricia, because my take on Valentine's is that, one, it's a Hallmark holiday, and people need to remember that. But this is a Hallmark holiday, and I think one month or one day should not be your special day. Every day should be special. And it is really difficult when people are single. If they don't have a Valentine's Day, it can bring up emotions of depression, sadness, loneliness, and discouragement. And that's very, very natural when you see all these cutesy-footsy, mushy-gushy couples out there. It's quite challenging. So that would be my recommendation, just to remember it's a hallmark holiday. I think another thing you might want to talk about is what is love? Love isn't just romantic love. You can celebrate Valentine's Day with friends that you love, family that you love, correct? Oh, yes, absolutely. You know, it is about love. And, you know, everybody talks a lot about self-love, self-care, loving ourselves. You know, when I was going through my divorce last year, Patricia, I mean, I took myself out on dates. I would go to this Mexican restaurant like once a week and I'd sit at the bar and talk to the bartender and I'd order my favorite dinner. And I just loved on myself. And also you can call your friends and your family, like call people that, are grateful, that are appreciative, that are warm and loving, that will really listen to you as well. So I think there are a lot of different ways to celebrate Love Month, not just a romantic couple, which I think is what you're pointing to, Patricia. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, absolutely. Um, There is an interesting, if you Google, and I have it here because I want the listeners to know about this. It's really cool. Um, to find it. Okay, if you Google um, love Valentine's Day and dating, uh, you will find these incredible questions. So, for example, it'll say things like, what are some date ideas? And it gives you maybe 
know, 10 or 12 things you can do on a date on Valentine's or what should you do for your first Valentine's Day or um, how can I surprise the person in my life on Valentine's Day? So there's a lot of things if you Google Valentine's Day and, you know, love and activities, if that's something you want to do. But as you said, you know, Valentine's Day can be for everybody, so it doesn't just have to apply to a date. Exactly. And I would say, I would recommend this, Patricia, if someone's single and they're not, and they don't want to see all the happy couples out, you know, and I see all the flowers and the hearts and see all these happy couples out on Valentine's Day, I would recommend staying home, grabbing a bottle of wine, your favorite ice cream, having a friend come over and watch a movie and stay in. Or celebrate Valentine's Day for yourself on a different day. So I would really recommend that it really is going to depend on your mindset as to whether you go out or whether you're going to stay in for Valentine's Day if you're single. Mm-hmm. But as I far remember. as the ideas, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so I love the ideas. So I looked at those ideas as well um, because I think your question is where do you go or what do you give as a gift? Yeah, Which well, one I is think it? It's, where do we want to well, start? Well, there's, I think they're all in there. Let me just go back here. <laughs> there's so many. I think one is uh, what can you give as a gift? That, that's one of them. Uh, then there's uh, 23 fun things you can do. Then uh, Now, this is interesting. This is best Valentine's Day gifts for every relationship. So for the stage of every relationship. So, you know, it, it, I mean, they even have things in here like... Um, little heart bracelets, um, of course, chocolate, right? We think about that. The relationship game, jewelry, cocktails, socks, slipper socks. <laughs> you could give that to a friend. Um, you know, so there's, there's a lot of different things in here. Um, I think you could give somebody a journal. Then there are plants. There's a, there's a lot. What do you think, Suzanne? I love those ideas. I saw those ideas as well. And I'm going to add a few, which is, you know, a card is so nice. Uh, Just keep it simple, like a card and a small gift, because I think a lot of people like to hear words and how they feel about you or how you feel about them. A card is really nice. And I also love the idea of making dinner in together, like, you know, kind of creating and understanding what are your, both of your favorite meals and eating dinner in with a nice bottle of wine, some candles, sit by the fire, watch a movie. I find eating in really nice. Mm -hmm. And I did, I did this already and maybe it was a little early because I'm going to be out of town for Valentine's Day. But for my boyfriend, you know, those little conversational hearts, those little heart candies, Patricia? Yes. Yeah. So I hid them around his room I hid like four or six of them um, and I made him find them <laughs> like mm-hmm. an Easter egg hunt and he had so much fun and it's so simple because Valentine's Day doesn't have to be expensive you don't have to spend $500 on somebody and that right. was just a really simple idea that I had is to hide something like an Easter egg hunt like yeah, adorable. Yeah. yeah or get a few <laughs> little gifts and wrap them in a bag yeah. or something The other thing that I did, I wrote this article a long time ago, and someone thanked me for it. I said, you know, if you don't have someone in your life, go out and buy yourself roses. Go out and buy yourself, Mm -hmm. you know, the beautiful flowers and put them on your table. And she loved that idea. 
tulips yeah. are on sale right now, roses, daisies. It's beautiful. Go buy you something. Now, special. I will tell you, I will say that for many places, they triple, double, and triple the price of roses at this time of year. Not everywhere. Not everywhere. But, uh, you know, that you will see that. Yes, but even at somewhere like a Costco, they'll have roses for $30 or buy them the week before or the week after. That doesn't have to be the day of or take a spa day. That's true. It's something what I think it's pointing to is just something that makes you feel good, something that would treat you on Valentine's Day. Yeah, I think that's true. So let's talk about how do you... You know, if you are in the market for new love, right, and you really want to meet someone, uh, and you maybe you're not a bar person, maybe you're not that outgoing, what do you suggest? Should you go online? Should you start writing poetry? Uh, what do you think, Suzanne? I have two suggestions on that, Patricia. The first one is, Online dating is a fine avenue, but don't put all your eggs in one basket. A lot of people will just focus online and then we'll get them very discouraged and frustrated very, very quickly. I would recommend one or two online dating sites. And then I'd also recommend going to some live events as well, going to concerts, going to a meetup talk, um, just going out and about anywhere that you enjoy. It doesn't really matter what it is. But I would recommend making sure that people have different avenues to go out and that they're not just doing one thing. And my other recommendation is don't just sit home. If you think the love of your life is going to come and knock on your door, it's not going to happen. So they've got to, people have got to get out and do something. And the second part of it, though, Patricia, is not just where you go, because we can all go out and go somewhere. But people need to be in the right frame of mind and the right mindset when they go out because really we can meet people anywhere. And I say that all the time like a broken record. You can meet somebody at a grocery store. You can meet someone anywhere. I don't care if you have a vibrant, radiant, healthy, kind of good, blissful vibration to you. People can walk up and approach you and just say hello and it could be the love of your life. So mindset is absolutely critical when going out anywhere and doing anything. So if you want to meet someone, then you want to be your best self, right? Because if you're depressed or you're sad, you may pull in the same kind of person. Or if you're angry, you may pull in an angry person. That's exactly right. And I think that's really good for people to be aware of, Patricia, which is you've got to look and open your eyes to... Who are the people I'm attracting right now? If you're not attracting anybody, maybe you're a little closed and shut down. you got to open your heart. If you're attracting uh, people that are scattered or uh, not available, we all have to look within. That's the biggest thing that I did for myself, Patricia, over the last year. As I was going through a divorce, then I was single, and now in a relationship, I had to look within myself. If I was angry, I had to forgive If I was feeling bad, I had to make myself feel good. If I was unhappy, I had to get happy and figure out what made me happy. If I was scattered, I had to simplify. Mm -hmm. So what you're saying is that if you feel those feelings, sad or angry, you have to work with yourself on that because you don't want to. That isn't what you want to show with someone else. That's correct. Those will push love away. 
Those emotions so, will push love away, at least a healthy kind of love. It can always pull a love towards you, but is it the right, healthy kind of love for you? So really, the secret to all this, Suzanne, is you got to love yourself and be balanced and healthy in your own life first if you want that kind of relationship. That's exactly right. And what you're pointing to specifically, Patricia, is you ha- we have to be the partner that we want to attract. Yes. Is our life is our life and our emotions and our insights and our aura the like for ourselves what we want to attract in somebody. So Suzanne, give some tips for people who just aren't feeling it. You know, they may be angry, they may be going through a tough financial time, they may have just lost someone and they just they have the spark but they're not feeling it right now. What would you suggest? Yeah. So what I would suggest, Patricia, is that people stop dating if they're really in that dark of a space or they're grieving or they're sad or they're angry. I would say take a few weeks to yourself, turn off all the dating apps, stop dating and do the work within. Do the forgiveness work. Go on YouTube, find some videos that would help release some of that resentment. Allow yourself to grieve. One of the worst things that people can do is not allow themselves to grieve and get the sadness out. Cry. Mm. Punch your pillow. People have got to get that emotion out of their body. Rather than what I see, Patricia, is people get out of a relationship where they're so hurt. They think going to date and meeting somebody else is like the Band-Aid for that hurt. And it's not. Another person is not the Band-Aid for that hurt. Once that wound is healed from the inside out... That's what makes one healthy. Once you learn the lesson that right, you have to I, learn from that relationship, it's easier. But I think you hit upon what the issue is for a lot of people. A lot of people get out of relationships. They're lonely. They want someone. So they compromise or they don't pick the best thing for themselves. So they pick a similar relationship to what they had before that maybe didn't serve them. Exactly. You're absolutely right. And I think people need to stop and look at what the pattern is right now for themselves because those patterns are breakable, very breakable. Last year, I was attracting a lot of narcissists to me, and I was like, whoa, I need to stop and look within, get myself grounded and balanced again, love myself, date myself, and I have broken that pattern. And now I'm in a relationship with this man that's like happy, he's empathetic, he's generous, He's kind, he's confident, only because I stopped and did the work on myself first, Mm. rather than, oh, let me go find Mm. somebody else, and then just kind of keeping repeating the pattern. That's where anger, discouragement, frustration, and resentment happen. Yeah. And you can't find love with those emotions. Or you can find love, but it's not going to serve you, right? You might end up breaking up again. Correct. Yeah. You're spot on. Um, mm-hmm. We're going to take a quick break. How can people find you and talk about what you do? Is it individual coaching, group coaching? You have a book. How do you help people? Yeah. So what I do specifically is I help people prepare for a relationship and then enjoy the dating process and then how to select a healthy relationship. And for those in a healthy relationship, I help them continue to keep it healthier and happier and just really the best relationship that they can. And normally it has to do with intimacy and communication. 
But the best way to reach yeah. me is my website, which is www.loveabliz.com. Lovableize. Okay, terrific. All right, my guest is Suzanne Muller for the whole hour, and we're celebrating Love Month and Valentine's Day and our heart and love and keeping our heart open. And Suzanne Muller is the owner of Lovable Eyes. She's a speaker, coach, and author of the book Lovable, 21 Practices for Being in a Loving and Fulfilling Relationship. She really talks about healthy relationships. When we come back, you know, we'll talk about what are some other ways that we can attract the love of our life? How can we live in a state of love where, you know, where we just, we attract love generally into our lives? And what are some of the fun things we can do that uh, pick ourselves up and also bring, bring great people into our life, including the one or maybe the soulmate? You're listening to the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show right here on voiceamerica.com, America's Voice. We'll be right back. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. Psych Up Live with host Dr. Suzanne Phillips offers a psychological perspective on coping with common and current life issues. This show addresses topics as varied as marital stress, insomnia, depression, raising teens, campus violence, and building self-resilience. Listen in as Dr. Phillips and her guest experts share the latest in books, findings, and information that will inform and enhance your life journey. Psych Up Live is heard every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are listening to The Patricia Raskin Show. If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. Now, back to The Patricia Raskin Show. Hi, everyone, and we are back. And my guest is Suzanne Muller, who's the owner of Lovable Eyes. She's a speaker, coach, and author of Lovable, 21 Practices for Being in a Loving and Fulfilling Relationship. And welcome back, Suzanne. Hi. Great to be here with everybody. Yeah. Yeah. You know, one of the things I want to talk about is we talk so much about love. How do we raise our love vibration so that people can feel it? You know, you can be in a room with people and you're just drawn to certain people because of their, their loving energy. There are people like that. So they walk in and they radiate, they vibrate. There's like an energy that comes off of them. The first thing that I want to talk about is that I don't like talking about love and seeking love and looking for love and searching for love. I think that's hard work. I like the version of just being lovable because I think being lovable is our natural state of being and it's easier. That's why I wrote the book called Lovable. That's the first thing I want to talk about. Yeah. 
That makes That's sense to me. Like people are like seeking Absolutely. love and finding love and let's find love. And oh, God, that just sounds like so, so difficult if you ask me. Yeah, it's like, let's, like go, let's go, let, yeah, it's like, let's go fishing. Maybe we'll catch a fish and maybe we won't. Maybe we'll have to throw it back and maybe we won't. <laughs> yeah, it just feels hard. And I don't know about anybody yeah. else. I'm not into hard. My mother used to tell me I used to learn things the hard way. And now I am into like, how do we do things with velocity? How do we do things with ease? So one of the ways that I learned how to be like vibrant and radiant and raise my love vibration is to do things that feel good. Now that sounds really simple, doesn't it, Patricia? Well, it does. And I learned how to, it does sound, but what feels good? Like what, and constantly I'm always like, well, what feels good? What would feel good to me right now? What would feel good to me right now? What would feel good to me right now? And I really just started to do things that felt good. Anything that felt heavy, uh, difficult, uh, complicated, you know, and we all know that dating can feel very complicated sometimes. And I would just keep answering, I would kind of keep looking in my heart for what would feel good right now. For some people, online dating works for them. They love it. For other people, online dating is like putting a needle in your eye. Like, it's the most discouraging, frustrating thing ever. And sometimes I tell people, don't online date. If it really has an energy of, you know, difficult and complicated and heavy, don't do it. The one thing that I do when I go into a room with people, whether anywhere, Patricia, is like, I have to get myself straight first. Mm -hmm. And I'm okay that if I'm down or I'm sad some nights, I'm not going. Right. I'm not going, most likely. And I know people mm-hmm. say, well, you should go, and then, you know, you'll have a great time. And, yes, I've done that. And then there have been times I've walked in, and I just knew I was not supposed to be there, and I left. Mm-hmm. However, mm-hmm. the things that I do to raise my vibration as I look at my own life, is my life ready for a partner? And what I mean by that is, is your life decluttered? Um, is your life simple? Is there a closet that's just a mess? Do you need to get rid of old clothes? What about paperwork? Is your car a mess? And I know those things, Patricia, sound super simple, but doing those types of things for myself gives my heart, my body, my mind space. And when we have space as a human being, our heart is open. Our heart is clear. Our heart is peaceful. And people can feel that. In somebody mm-hmm. and they can also feel when somebody walks into a room and they've got that energy that's like you know mm-hmm. like nails on a chalkboard we can feel mm-hmm. it we're energetic beings yeah. and who are we attracted to and I don't know about you but I want to be somebody that people are attracted to I want to be somebody that people want to be around because mm-hmm. when we're being loving with what we say that's the easiest way to be loving is giving compliments being genuine being kind, being sweet, that is where, once we open our mouth, where love comes from. And people yeah, can tell I, that. Right I mean, there are people that are writing books on kindness. I think kindness is underrated. We need more of it, particularly today. We do need more of it. We Absolutely. Really need, yeah, yeah. We do. And, yeah. and people can and, feel it. Yeah. Suzanne, you wrote 21 practices in your book. Uh, pick a couple of them that you think might be very applicable to what you're talking about now? 
I would love to. Well, the first one I'm going to point to, which I just talked about, is decluttering your life. Decluttering your life creates space for love to show up and a healthy kind of love. The second practice is around looking within and always asking yourself this question around anything, not only just your dating life, but around anything in life, which is, if I follow my heart, trust my instincts, and honor myself, what would I do? And that has been the practice, Patricia, that I do, that I teach my clients. And they, because what that does is it kind of like, it's like, what feels good to me? What, what is my instinct saying? And when we can follow our instincts and we have that muscle developed, we can actually date well and have it be easy. And it's actually a skill to take somebody into a healthy relationship that they will need and require. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Say those again. I think they're very good. Say those again, Suzanne. The first one is to declutter your life. And what I mean by that is your physical life, your home, your garage, your car, your paperwork, your clothes, your cabinet. Declutter. It's amazing what happens. Miracles can happen. The second thing is using the question, if I follow, if I follow my heart, trust my instincts, and honor myself, what would I do? Yeah, I love it. Follow my heart, trust my instincts, and follow my heart. Honor myself, and honor myself, what would I do? And that kind of speaks to boundaries. I think a lot of people have very shady boundaries, and they don't honor them. They have boundaries, but then they step over their boundaries. And that goes against people's grain. So what do you say to feel bad? Yeah, what do you say to somebody who comes to you, you know, for advice and says, well, you know, Suzanne, I'm dating this person and, you know, they're really not for me, but, you know, I, I don't want to be alone. So would you say, well, if they can be a friend, you can have that kind of relationship? Or how, how would you advise them? Yeah, I think if they know it in their heart of hearts that this person really isn't the one or good for them, I would say that it's actually better to be by themselves than be with somebody where they know in their heart of hearts it's not good for them. Because that weighs heavy on somebody. And right. that doesn't Unless, mean that the person doesn't have good qualities. Or maybe be a friend. Absolutely. Right. right. No, I, I have, I've had something like that, you know, where it's not the right relationship in terms of, you know, an intimate or boyfriend, but a friend. And that mm-hmm. takes the pressure off, I think. That it takes the take pressure. pressure right. Because you're not trying to make it, right, you're not trying to make it into something it's not. You're accepting it for what it is and having something else out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Or have a conversation about it. Like, is it something that can shift and be modified or is it not? Because we all know that trying to fix and change is hard work and that's heavy. Right. And that won't work in the long term. All right, tell us another one of your practices that you really think are, I mean, they're all great, but one that would particularly um, speak to what we're talking about with love and love month and heart and Valentine's. Yeah, the other practice that I love in my book that actually transformed my life is called The Secret to Happiness. Because you know that state of happiness, it's almost like euphoric, like I'm happy, I'm happy. But the practice that I've got in my book is not about when you're happy, because you actually know when you're happy. It's more about understanding when you're not happy. 
Because when mm-hmm. one is aware of when they're not happy, you can actually go, wow, I'm really not happy right now. Hmm. What would make me happy right now? And in that moment, it could be, as we spoke to earlier, maybe going to buy flowers would make me happy. Maybe mm-hmm. going to get some ice cream would make me happy. Mm-hmm. Maybe taking a two-hour nap would make me happy. Mm-hmm. And going, maybe going out in nature for a walk would make me happy. And I started to follow that, Patricia, and my bliss and my vibration got higher and higher and higher. Mm. I don't know about you, but like I think people's to-do lists can get a little large and bog people down. Mm. But if we're focused on, well, yes, of course, we're all productive, and I'm incredibly productive. But what's more important, the state of happiness and feeling good? Because for some people, getting their to-do list done makes them feel elated, and that's what they should that's do. That's true. That's you know? true. But have you ever done it, something and you're just like, oh, I really don't want to do this right now? That feeling? Mm-hmm. Rather than drudging through that, go do something that would make you feel good because that elatedness, that high of going to do that one thing that would make you feel good will actually make that thing that you are dreading easier. Absolutely. Sure. Sure. Yeah. It's like eating, it's like eating the ice cream before you have to take the medicine. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But we were told, don't do that, don't do that, don't do that, don't do that. Well, what if that's not the case? And which is why, Patricia, going back to the online dating thing, if people are going on online dating like, oh, my God, there's millions of people out here. This is terrible. Oh, my God. This is what I hear. Oh, my God. All these creepy people, you know, email me. Oh, my gosh. And they're complaining about getting, you know, 20 emails from people that aren't their type. Not a problem. I understand why that's frustrating. But rather than complaining about that, that's a heavy energy, people can say, wow, like, be flattered. Wow, there's all these people contacting me. Wow, I'm so flattered. Mm-hmm. Rather than, totally. oh, my God. Yeah. You know? isn't that a, now, isn't that interesting, Suzanne? He was the same situation. You know, ten, let's say 10 people contacting you. And one person says, isn't that great? They're not for me, but isn't that great? I have all this attention. And the other person says, isn't this awful? Not one person That's I like exactly is on there. exactly right. Interesting. Right. Yeah. It's a shift in energy. It's a shift in mindset. It's a shift in vibration because there are a lot of people that aren't being contacted by anybody. And be grateful right. for what people have is what I'm pointing to. Because when people are grateful for what they have, it's much easier to have something else come to you that you actually really want. But the more we complain, it just drags us down. And that does not raise our vibration. Right. Absolutely, it doesn't. What are some another practice in your book that you'd love to share? Oh, another practice in my book. Um, I love talking about playful flirting because I yeah. think flirting is a skill that's a little rusty for a lot of people. And if I would give one playful flirting practice today, Patricia, it would be to be somebody that knows how to genuinely compliment people. Because I find when I started, and this, this one skill changed my life forever. And I became somebody that people liked to be around because they, people knew that I would make them feel good. And then by making other people feel good, I felt good. 
Mm-hmm. So just look for whether it's a stranger, a friend, a family member, a coworker, find something to compliment somebody about. Mm-hmm. So true. I know that the last time we talked, Suzanne, you talked about um, there was sort of a scale, a scale or a test or a quiz in which you assessed different areas to see if you were compatible with this partner. Talk about that. Yes, that is my fulfillment list. And the fulfillment list is based on categories of life because I think we all have friends that have a qualities list. I want these qualities in somebody, and that list could be five items to 50 items. My particular fulfillment list is based on who will fulfill you for a lifetime. And it has 14 categories on it such as communication, health and fitness, spirituality, religion, family relations, relationship readiness, sex and intimacy, money, career, travel, sense of humor, politics, and I think other. So there's like 14 categories, which I think is what you're pointing to, Patricia. Right. And then I have people write out what they want. Because a lot of times people will go into what they don't want. And that if you go into what you don't want, that's going to attract it right to you. So people want to stay focused on what they do want. And it should be really a paragraph per section, right, per that, those topics that I just mentioned. Yeah. And then do you want me to go through the rating, Patricia, and how you rate sure. it? Sure. We've got a couple minutes okay. to break. Go ahead. Wonderful. So people are rating. Once they start dating somebody, and the bar is you want somebody that's 80% or more, plus, plus chemistry and attraction. And so the rating is basically a zero if they don't have any of it or you haven't talked about it yet, a rating of 0.25 per topic if they have some of it, 0.5 is if they have half of it, 0.75 is if they have most of it, and then a 1.0 is if they meet that whole paragraph. And what I have people do is I have them add up all the kind of the points divided by 14, and that's their percentage. And I hold people accountable to having 80% or more plus attraction and chemistry. And that somebody then, once you have all of those topics kind of covered, then you'll know, is this person healthy for me? Would this person be a fulfilling partner for me? That makes it a little bit more black, black or white. Would that be on your website, Suzanne? That is, well, it's on my website under products um, as far as they can do the do-it-yourself version. I have, call it DIY. Or uh-huh. there's a, a, a version where I can do the typing and they can do the speaking. So that is available okay. out there for All purchase. Right. Yes. And they, and they can write to you. It's going to be, give us your, your, your email again. Yeah, my email address is S-U-Z-A-N-N-E at lovableize.com Okay, terrific. We're going to take a quick break and when we come back we're going to talk to Suzanne more about love and finding love and healing, you know, maybe healing a broken heart. We're going to talk about that as well. And um, just the everyday joy of what love really is. You're listening to the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show. My guest is Suzanne Muller, owner of Lovable Eyes and author of Lovable 21 Practices 
for being in a loving and fulfilling relationship. Stay tuned, folks. We'll be right back. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Have you ever experienced the joy of living? Not just aspects of your life, but the true joy of life itself. Barry Shore has. You could call him an ambassador of joy. From a successful entrepreneur to becoming a quadriplegic due to a rare disease to his ongoing recovery through swimming and physical rehabilitation. Barry now presents his gifts to others as host of The Joy of Living. All you need to do is tune in. Listen live every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You are listening to The Patricia Raskin Show. If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. Now, back to The Patricia Raskin Show. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show. My guest is Suzanne Muller, and she is the owner of Lovable Eyes. She's a speaker, coach, and author of the book Lovable, 21 Practices for Being in a Loving and Fulfilling Relationship. And you can log on to her website. And Suzanne, give us your website, please. Sure. It's www.loveabl. I-Z-E.com. Okay. Thank you so much. All right. Let's talk about, um, well, I do want to ask about, just for a minute, let's talk about healing a broken heart. I'm sure you have people that come to you with that issue. I do, Patricia. And this is a bigger issue than people think. Because we were talking about earlier that people think, oh, well, you know, I just got dumped or I just got out of the, you know, 20-year marriage. Let's go just find somebody else. But people have a lot of sadness, a lot of hurt, a lot of anger around relationships that they've been in, um, more than people realize. Um, in my book, I have a chapter called Lighten the Load, because what I found was when I help clear out and release all the leftovers that people have from past relationships, finding love, or rather attracting love to you is so much easier because the heart's lighter, the mind is lighter, the body's lighter. It's easier to see love, be loved, and bring in a healthy relationship. And if there's one thing, Patricia, that I would really leave people with today, and that is that if you are struggling with attracting love to you, really look to see if there is a past relationship or relationship, plural, in your life that you've still got something you know, left over that you haven't released or forgiven. Because that, I find, Patricia, is one the number one thing that I find with people. The minute they can release all that stuff inside of themselves, attracting love is much easier. 
So important. Tell us about some of the questions that you get from people that you work with in coaching. I'd love to. The number one question that I get from people is how can they be somebody that people want to love? And I think it's a really great question going into Valentine's Day week this week. And I would give three tips on this, Patricia. Number one, if you want to be somebody that people want to love, be lovable. Rather than going to look for love or trying to get somebody to love you, because being lovable is an inside job. And it's so much easier. People tell me, Patricia, my boyfriend tells me, you're so lovable. And I actually consider Mm. that more of a compliment than the whole, I love you. Everybody's waiting for, I love you. I love you. But when I, he tells me I'm lovable, I light up like a Christmas tree. And I know that I'm being lovable by how I act, what I say, and how I'm being with him. A second tip I would give is that if people want to be somebody that people can love, you have to respect yourself and have boundaries and then honor those boundaries. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't respect and love yourself, nobody else will. That would be the second thing. And the third thing, which you kind of pointed to earlier today, Patricia, is if you want to be somebody that people want to love, you have to be kind. You have to be loving. You have to be warm. And you have to let people love you. So the second part of that is you got to be willing to receive their love rather than push it away. I see a lot of people that are so independent these days, they just push it away and push it away. It's coming at them and they're repelling it. Mm. Those would be the three things that I would share with people to really be somebody that people want to love. Yeah, so important. Suzanne, do you do any uh, group coaching or, you know, web-based coaching where people from all over the country might work with you? Right now, I'm not doing any group coaching. I love to do one-on-one coaching, private coaching. Patricia, that's my favorite because everybody's different and everybody comes with different issues and challenges. And I think people just feel more um, apt to share their specific um, challenges with me in more of a private call. But I always offer a 30 to 45 minute discovery call with people if they'd like that. And they can find you by? Yeah, the easiest way is on my website. I've got a questionnaire on my website and a lovable personal analysis, which is um, at lovableize.com. Thank you. Suzanne, do you find that the issues are different at different stages and ages of life, or are they pretty much the same? Oh, it's a really good question. I would say that men and women deal with different issues. And because the majority of my clients are 40 and over, I find that men and women deal with failed relationships, mostly. And mostly they deal with that a lot of the the wounds haven't been healed. And they're just trying to cover it up by going to go date somebody else. And the patterns are still there. Mm-hmm. So I have to break people's patterns. Normally there's a pattern and it's, and the people are just working way too hard at it. And once their mindset gets kind of set, Patricia, and their mindset and their vibration, it works with them, you know, rather than against them is what I find. So men and women deal with different issues um, just based on gender issues, but 
people over 40 um, have some of the same challenges. Does that answer your question? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Suzanne, we've got a couple of minutes. So what would you like our listeners to get from today? You know, if you have one message about love, about Valentine's Day, about um, the heart, what would you say? The message I would share with people today is use February as love month. And if, you know, whether you're going out with somebody or not, use this month as a self-reflection, as a self-evaluation, as to look at do you have loving people around you that are supporting you and encouraging you? Are you that kind of person? How can you raise your love vibration to attract love? And the biggest guidance system that we will know that is by seeing how much love is coming at us. Do we have love coming at us from everywhere? If we don't, that's the first thing to, to know that we've got to do some inner work, whether it's journaling, whether it's forgiveness, whether it's just making ourselves feel good and happy, it can shift really quickly, Patricia. But I think people are so wrapped up in the doing, doing, doing and day-to-day life that people don't take an inventory of themselves because love starts with us. And I think that that's, people say that a lot, but I don't think we could say it enough. Yeah, yeah, which is great. And tell people how they can get a hold of you again. I would love to. www.loveablize.com. Love Ablize. All right. Well, I think it's been really great to have you on and sharing all these wonderful tips and ideas. And uh, I think, you know, if people, sometimes you can coach people that aren't having issues, but they just want to stay in a healthy relationship, too, right? Absolutely. Definitely, because I think all relationships will you know, have its ebbs and flows. And if people are in kind of a, a, a downward spiral, I love to help people kind of get their back relationship back up to that healthy place. Which is wonderful. All right, Suzanne, it's been really great to have you on the show. I really appreciate you being on. Stay tuned. Thank Thanks you for so much. having me. Happy yeah. month, month. You too. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Stay on the line for a second. All right, folks, that wraps up this edition of the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show right here on voiceamerica.com. Remember, stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need, and know you can make your dreams come true. You can find me on Facebook, Patricia Raskin Raskin Resources, and like me there. If you would like to see my newsletter every month, which talks about these incredible guests that I have on, including Suzanne, uh, write to me, Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com, and I will put you on my list. Until next time, happy Valentine's Day. Have a great week, a great love month, and even if you're listening to this in another month, spread love around. We can always use it. Until next time, bye for now. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of The Patricia Raskin Show. Be sure to join Patricia Raskin and another amazing guest next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have an outstanding week.